Hey everybody, welcome to uh, Here's the Deal with Rick Countryman. It's, um, if you're watching this live on Facebook, it's Wednesday at noon. I know a lot of you watch it later or maybe you're listening to the podcast. I haven't done one in a couple of weeks and it was kind of a, it was kind of a scheduling problem that I had. But, uh, and a bunch of you were texting me and emailing me and calling me, wanting to know if I wasn't doing this anymore. And um, anyway, yeah, I'm doing them. It just, as I said, I had a scheduling problem uh, the last couple of weeks. I love doing this, uh, this broadcast podcast. And so thanks for tuning in. If you're watching on Facebook, just hit share. Make sure you get this out there to your, <clears throat> your friends. And if you aren't listening to the podcast, you need to go to Apple Podcasts, put in the search bar, here's the deal with Rick Countryman, and follow it. That way you'll know when a new uh, one drops. And then if you are watching on the podcast, make sure you leave a review and um, all that kind of stuff. So listen, I'm glad that you're with us um, uh, today. I got something pretty exciting I'm going to share with you. And I want to start off uh, with just giving you a couple of announcements. Uh, I don't know how you track your, your, your schedule. I'm, I'm old school, and so I actually use uh, a paper calendar. Uh, it could be that you're looking on your phone right now, but I, I, I want you to mark this date down, okay? It's February 11th next year, Friday, February 11th. And Saturday, the 12th, uh, I am going to be um, doing my very first Choose Wisely conference at Big Valley Grace Community Church in Modesto. And uh, man, I want you to know something. It is going to be really, really awesome. If you're a single person and you someday go, man, I'd like to get married or I'd like to get remarried uh, this is a conference for you. Uh, I, I think a senior in high school ought to come to this conference. If you're 18 years old and you're a senior in high school, someday you're probably going to get married, and this would be a really great conference to put into your mind some really great stuff. It's over two days. There are general sessions, and then there are breakout sessions. Obviously, I'm going to be one of the general session speakers, Scott Miller, Pastor Scott Miller, who used to be a part of the staff at Big Valley Grace, I'm flying him and his wife Susie back. He's going to be one of the general uh, session speakers, and they'll also do uh, breakout sessions. Um, we're going to have great music. Uh, we're going to have food. It's really going to be a great conference. It's $20. That's all it is. And that includes lunch, by the way. $20 includes lunch. And it's going to be really a great, great time. Great time of fellowship, great music, great teaching. It really is going to be something great. And, and so you're going to want to put it on your calendar. It's going to start Friday night. Uh, registration will be from about 5 to 6. And then the conference will start at 6. And it'll pick up uh, Sunday morning or Saturday morning till about 3. Um, you can't register yet. It could be by the end of today, and today is Wednesday, right? Uh, you'll go to Big Valley Grace's website, bvg.org, bigvalleygrace.org, 
and you should find a little thing. You click on it, and you'll be able to register uh, yourself, a friend. Um, it could be someone you care about, you, you, you love, or whatever. And you can register, and then they'll send you back an email, and that's your ticket in, okay? That's coming up uh, uh, in February, okay? I'm going to be talking about that a lot. You're going to be hearing about it a lot. I'm going to be sending out all kinds of stuff. I want you to talk uh, uh, to your friends about it, okay? It's a long way off. but uh, And by the way, I chose that weekend because typically that's a weekend where we celebrate, you know, all the married couples, right? That's the weekend right before Valentine's Day. And I thought, you know what, man, I'm going to make this a really great time for uh, single people who want to get married. So that's the first thing I wanted you to know, right? we got a singles conference uh, coming up in February. It's February 11th and 12th. I'll be the host. I'll be the uh, one of the general speakers or general session speakers. And Scott Miller, uh, Pastor Scott Miller, a great friend of mine. Maybe you know him. He'll be there. You're going to want to be a part of this. It's going to be great, okay? So the second thing I want to tell you about before I get into what I was going to talk about is, hey, I don't know what church you go to, but man, this weekend, make sure you get into church. Make sure you invite a friend or invite your actual neighbor. Invite Invite that person you play golf with or the person you play tennis with. I don't care who you invite, but invite somebody to church. It's the Christmas season, and people are more open to coming to Christmas uh, gatherings than, than at any other time of the year. And this particular Saturday, the Saturday coming up, I'm going to be speaking at the Modesto uh, or, or Big Valley Grace our, our series campus, that's on Sunday the 12th. So if you live in the series area or that side of the county, make sure you show up. It's 10 o'clock at the community center in series, and it's a great place. You're not going to want to miss it. If you live in Modesto, wow, you need to come to Big Valley Grace, our Modesto campus, because it's also going to be fantastic. Invite a friend. And if you can't make it, then just watch on Big Valley Grace's online campus. And you can still hear great music and hear a great message and all that kind of stuff, okay? So this weekend, I'll be at Series, a Big Valley Grace Series at the Community Center. Love to ha- I'd love to see you there. Um, so with those two big, huge announcements out of the way, let me, uh, let me just share with you something um, that I think is super important. It's something that my wife and I started a number of years ago, and it's really a sheet of paper I created. It's called, What If You Only Brought Three Gifts for Those That You Love? Three Gifts. And so what I did was I, I took the, the passage from Matthew chapter 2 and verse 10, which says, when they saw the star, they were filled with joy. He's talking about the wise men. They entered the house and saw the child with his mother, Mary, and they bowed down and worshiped him. Then they opened their treasure chests and gave him, Jesus, gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Most of us know the story, right? And because of Hallmark cards and maybe nativity scenes, and I've got one right behind me if you're watching online, we think that there were only three wise men, okay? The Bible doesn't tell us how many wise men there were, but probably there was a whole lot more than three, right? Three wise men showing up on camels or, 
you know, donkeys or, you know, whatever, riding into Jerusalem wouldn't have caught anybody's attention, right? If three, you know, big black SUVs pulled into the Briggsmore overpass here in Modesto where I live, nobody would care. But if 300, you know, black SUVs started rolling up the 99 and got on the Briggsmore overpass, wow, that would get the attention of, you know, the police department, right? The city council, the mayor, the board of supervisors, everybody would know something big's happening, right? Same thing is true with whatever city you live in. Well, there were probably, some scholars think there might have been as many as 300 wise men that made their way to Jerusalem. Uh, now, does that mean you should get rid of your nativity scenes that only have three wise men? No. All that does is represent the fact that, you know what, there were wise men that showed up to worship this newborn king. But I did want you to know, because Christianity is a thinking man or a thinking woman's religion, God wants us to use our minds. He wants us to read the scriptures. And the Bible is very clear that we don't know how many wise men there were. Second thing I'll tell you about these wise men was they were obviously students of the stars. I mean, they, 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 they saw this star kind of come up and they knew that that star didn't belong and it was new. That They knew that that star meant something. And, and, and I think they knew a little bit of the Old Testament because the Old Testament and, Num and the book of Numbers talks about this strange star that will come. And anyway, they weren't um, astrologers. They were astronomers. They, they, they knew the stars. They knew that that star meant something really unique and special. Okay. And the third thing I'll tell you about them is that um, they... Uh, they traveled a long way, okay? It took them well over a year to get to the, the, the baby, to get to Jesus, okay? Now, once again, in our nativity scenes, we have the wise men there in the manger and all that. That's not accurate, okay? When the wise men finally make their way to where this star was over, you know, the, the, the child, they show up at a house. They're no longer in a manger, He's at a house. It, it took these wise men, you know, year, at least a year to get there. Remember, there's no planes or trains or Uber or, you know, Amtrak. I mean, they, they had to load up their camels and with all their supplies. They had to make their way. I mean, it was a long journey. And, and, and so you, you, you know some things about these wise men that I think are important. Okay, before I tell you what, what I want to tell you. One is that there was more than three wise men. Okay, number two, these wise men knew, were students of the stars and I think the Old Testament. And number three, these um, wise men traveled a long way. And again, does that mean you got to, you know, nix your nativity scene out of your home? No, we've got three beautiful nativity scenes in my house. And like I said, if you're watching on Facebook, there's one right behind me. I'm sitting at our, 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 our table. Um, and, but it's, so it's okay to leave my, I just want to make sure you knew the facts. Okay. But what, what's interesting to me are the gifts that these wise men brought to Jesus. Um, the, the, the first gift, you know, was the gift of, of gold. And all of these gifts, these three gifts were very strategic. 
They were very thought through. This wasn't, you know, a random three gifts. These gifts were strategic, and the first one is gold, and gold represented the fact that Jesus was a king, right? He was royalty. Uh, Revelation 19 tells us that he was the king of kings and the Lord of lords, and so here they brought gold to this king because he was royalty, all right? The second gift was they brought frankincense, and frankincense represented the fact that Jesus was pure, right? He was deity. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 says, God made him who had no sin be sin for us. Jesus was different than us. He had no sin. He was pure. He was He was the second person of the Holy Trinity. And that's what the gift of frankincense represents. And then the gift of myrrh, it represented the fact that Jesus was going to die. Myrrh was used to embalm, you know, bodies. The Bible says in John chapter 19, Jesus said as he was hanging on the cross, it is finished. And with that, he uh, bowed his head and he gave up his spirit. And so here we have these three gifts that the wise men brought to Jesus, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And what I did a number of years ago, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago, was I instituted kind of a new tradition in my family, even taught it to the church. If you went to Big Valley Grace or you go to Big Valley Grace, you know I used to teach this, and that was we in our family give each other three gifts, and that's it. And I'll use my wife as an example. My wife gets a gold gift, and we wrap our gifts in the colors that these represented. So gold, the gold gift, my wife's gold gift is wrapped up in gold, and she gets a gold gift. And that gift is to remind her that Jesus was a king, that he was royalty, but also, you know what, she's, she's special to, to God also. God came and died for her. That makes her special. That makes her valuable. And a gold gift is the gift that's usually the most expensive. It's the gift that you kind of want. I mean, if you're a king, right? You're a queen. You get whatever gift you want. And so she's going to get a gold gift. I already purchased her her gold gift. By the way, I'll get a gold gift from my wife, okay? Then she gets a frankincense gift, and we wrap these in kind of a purple color. And uh, because Jesus was pure, because Jesus was deity, this is a spiritual gift. And so my wife, I've already gotten my wife her spiritual gift. It could be something like a Bible. It could be a journal. It could be praise music. It could be a video study. It could be a daily devotional. It could be a book about God. It could be a lot of things like that. Um, One year, I got my wife a a subscription, a year-long subscription to a Christian magazine. But a spiritual gift is something that's going to help you grow in your walk with the Lord. And so my wife is going to get a spiritual gift. And as I said, I already got her it. I'm going to get a spiritual gift, okay? And the last one is the myrrh gift. And this represented, you know, something that went on Jesus's body. And so the myrrh gift is something that goes on the body. And I've already gotten my wife this gift. It it could be perfume, it could be cologne, it could be body lotion, shampoo, a coat, bedding, a hat, shoes, a facial, a massage. It's anything that would go on to the body. And once again, 
I've got my wife for body gift, and we wrap this a gift in in red. And so I'm going to get three gifts. I'm going to get a gold gift, a frankincense gift, and a myrrh gift. My wife's going to get those gifts for me. We give our children three gifts. All of my kids are going to get a gold gift. My my two son-in-laws are going to get gold gifts. My children are all going to get a frankincense gift. They're going to get a spiritual gift. My son-in-laws are both going to get spiritual gifts. And then they all get a myrrh gift, something that goes on the body. And my son-in-laws will each get a, uh, a myrrh gift for my wife and I. So, so all of these gifts are very strategic. It really helps when we shop. We know what we're looking for. We're just not randomly picking out a bunch of gifts or whatever. These gifts all mean something. They have meaning to them. Our family is just used to it because we've done this so, so long. And what we do is we gather around the tree on Christmas morning, and then we actually read Matthew chapter 2, the story of these wise men. We actually go around and we read it. I once again remind everybody what these three gifts are all about. And then somebody in our family plays Santa Claus and and we go, okay, let's start with the myrrh gifts this year. And so we'll each, one at a time, you know, open up the myrrh gifts. And everybody gets to see what their body gift was. And then we might do the gold gifts. And then everybody gets to see what their gold gift is. And by the way, the gold gift's always the best gift, usually, because it's the biggest one. It's the most expensive one. It's the one thing that, you know, you, you, you really want, especially your, your, your children, if you do this with your kids. And then we might do the, the frankincense gift. And so it's one of the ways that we've tried to really make Christmas special and unique and not get all goofed up and shopping and buying a bunch of stuff you, you, you know, people don't need. We also save quite a bit of money. Uh, I mean, we just don't spend all that money that we used to spend a long time ago. We don't necessarily make grandparents and all of our grandparents other than my, my mom, my wife's mom is alive. If your grandparents want to give bunch of gifts and my grandparents did uh our grandparents did we, we didn't care we didn't care what anybody else did they could buy our kids anything they wanted to we were just going to as a family um really kind of live out these these three gifts around our table or around our tree or whatever we also have a fun little stocking we put up and we'll put little knickknacks in the stockings you can make this you or you can do nothing at all and keep celebrating Christmas the way you want. I just know for me, it was a really, um, it just, I just began to see a lot of greed and stuff in my kids' lives. They'd open a present and wouldn't even care. And before you know it, they had a whole pile full of toys that they hardly played with all year long. And, and, then, and then, you know, the next Christmas would come and then we'd have to throw out a bunch of toys that they never played with just to make room for other toys. And it just... It got to me. It really did. It really bothered me a lot. And so uh, I didn't invent this. I didn't think this up. Somebody else did a long time ago. I just kind of made it me. And I want to I invite you to make it you. Make this Christmas different. Some of you might go, you know what, Pastor Rick, I've, I've already bought a bunch of gifts. Well, take them back. Send them back. And, and say, you know, man, I'm, I'm going to start these three gifts. Rewatch this podcast or broadcast and listen to it over and over again it's it's three gifts taken from the story of matthew chapter two there's the gold gift the frankincense gift and the myrrh gift i've given you all the information that you need and you can make it you share this with your husband 
If you're a gal out there watching this who's married and say, man, I sure would like to do this. Would you listen to this podcast? Would you listen to this broadcast? And could we do something like this? I'm telling you, it'll, it'll make a difference. It'll make your Christmas way more special and all that kind of stuff. So I'm going to end right there. Okay. Thank you for being patient. It's been two weeks since I've dropped one of these. Um, don't forget, man, big conference coming up either today or tomorrow. You should be able to go to bvg.org, click on the link, sign up, and, and I'll be talking more about it in the weeks, to months to come. It's going to be a great conference right here in Modesto, California. First time ever. Choose wisely. And don't forget, make sure you come to church. The Big Valley Grace Modesto Campus, Big Valley Grace Series Campus, Big Valley Grace Online Campus, or whatever church it is that you attend, okay? Hey, blessings, everybody.